Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker's here, and we are back with another Monday morning episode. Chris, start us off in the normal Monday morning fashion by giving us the weather headed into this week. In Los Angeles, California, it is rainy 61. In Houston, Texas, it is brightly cloudy 81. And in Chicago, Illinois, it is brightly cloudy 36. And in New York City, it is cloudy 33. Well, Chris, you know, we've kind of made a bit of a habit uh, on these episodes, on these normal Monday and Friday episodes, to start looking at some polls. You know, just having a little fun discussing some very interesting polls. And uh, a little birdie tells me that you have found another one for us. Well, that little birdie would actually be wrong. <laughs> um, so I, I, at first I thought it was a poll. Mm-hmm. And it kind of does have a poll nest to it, but not really. Because it doesn't okay. have actual numbers. Uh, but you know gifts, right? Of course. Did you know they're for boomers now? Oh. Yep. How so? They're for boomers, Nick. For boomers. Yep. That, um, so when the p- pandemic first hit, mm-hmm. gifts went up. The popularity, the usage of them went up 33% in a single month. Right, right. I actually remember that going up quite significantly. Because moms, dads, and grandmas discovered gifts. Oh. For the first time during the lockdown. <laughs> so the official stat have not confirmed that, but that's what Gen C thinks it is. Huh. So gifts are now for the boomers, Nick. And, you know, this whole conversation created a whole thing on Twitter. Oh, boy. You know, there's always got to be a conversation on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter always has something to say. Yeah. This one person said, anytime I see someone use a reaction gif, I immediately know they are above the age of 33. (laughs) And then someone else said, using teams at work has taught me that boomers enjoy using gifts for everything. Uh, Oh, dang. Uh, You know, I feel like it's one of those things that when, you know, boomers or people of older age like discover something like that is one of those things where it's like oh i'm cool like i can use technology i'll use them for everything now well i must be really old (laughs) because i do use them i have wanted to use them i i wish i could unfortunately there's not a lot of you know blind friendly gifts out there well Um, but I feel like I've missed out. And here's here's another statistic for you. Do you know what the most popular uh, GIFs are? I could not tell you. No guess. Well, the keywords for when you're searching for GIFs are mm. drawing, design, painting, happy hour, and cheers. You know, I thought we were going to go on kind of a pattern with those first three, and then it changed. <laughs> that is so. The... <sighs> so I, I don't, un- I don't really know how this works out, but that work uh-huh. that accounts for two hundred and twenty-five percent of GIF searches. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that. What? So, <laughs> from my understanding of this, is 
before the pandemic, yeah. they weren't as popular, those searches. Okay. But now that the pandemic has gone on for two years, those are up 225%. Are, okay. I understand now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, and then searching for movies and TV titles <laughs> increased 423%. Now that doesn't that doesn't shock me at all. Now what doesn't shock me at all is Tiger King was a very popular search. Oh yeah, for that, gifts. That's it was six hundred and forty three percent. Oh my but god! It, but it has declined nine hundred and twenty eight percent. that also makes sense. Yes, it does. Tiger King was one of those shows, right? That like had its what would you say about eight months of popularity. Yeah, and then they tried to come out with a second season and it failed. Yeah, and now they're still trying to continue the the story from there. I don't know. It's just um, one of the... Now, here's the big shot. Mm-hmm. How many gifts do you think are shared on a daily basis? Oh, dear God. Um, 25 million. We're, we're going to go high. You think that's it, huh? Evidently, I went low. <laughs> you went extremely low. Uh, Ten right. billion gifs are shared. Or, <coughs> excuse me. Ten billion gifs oh. are shared a day across all platforms. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, obviously, I knew. GIFs still had their popularity, right? Like, obviously, they haven't died. They're not gone. But I didn't think 10 billion. That's insane. Isn't it? Now, this all circulated again. Because the creator of the original GIF actually passed away. Well, the past week. Oh, okay. Dang. So it all circulated and came up. And apparently it's for boomers now. So apparently I'm a boomer. (laughs) Because I, don't know I have much... like three gifs that I'll use. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't use them every day. Right. But every now and then I'll be like, mm-hmm. It's gif time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I have three of them and I can picture all three of them right now. I don't know if I'd say that gifs are for boomers because I know a lot of people, a lot of young people that still use them on a daily basis or otherwise very, very frequently. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, why does it have to be for the boomers? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, Tiger King declined 928%. That, that's an insane percentage drop. <laughs> like, obviously, we knew it was going to drop, right? Like, again, it had its eight months of popularity, then fell off a cliff. But a 928% drop is insane to me. Um, And 10 billion GIFs are shared today. 10 billion. Yeah, no, forget that. Never would I guess that in my life. And you thought you were going high with 25 million. I thought million. it was going high with 25 million. Apparently not. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but we got some news to get into. Thursday of last week marked the one month since Russia invaded Ukraine, and a lot has happened towards the end of last week. President Biden went to Poland on Friday after a full week of meetings with the NATO allies, G7, and European leaders. The president said that NATO discussed establishing a larger military footprint in Europe, in addition to the now 100,000 U.S. forces there. They also discussed significant humanitarian aid for Ukraine, and President Biden announced the U.S. acceptance of 100,000 refugees more 
on that in a minute, though. Another big NATO conversation, the possibility of using chemical weapons by Russia. On the Ukrainian people, the United States has been running response scenarios through a very specialized team called the Tiger Team that has been operational for a little while now. President Biden says if Putin actually deploys chemical weapons, NATO allies would respond. But President Biden did not go into specific details about that publicly. President Biden also announced that he doesn't believe Russia should be part of the G20 anymore. He added that if Russia isn't removed, Ukraine should be able to attend the meetings. The White House and G7 allies sanctioned another 400 Russian oligarchs. Members of the Russian legislative body called the Duma and the Russian Defense Company. The president reiterated again sanctions are not meant to immediately deter Putin. They are meant to punish Russia over time. U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan said on Thursday that the war will not end anytime soon or easily. 100,000 refugees escaped the war, and President Biden says the United States will allow them into our country. But there are a lot of specifics you need to know about. First, the administration believes most Ukrainian refugees want to stay closer to home in Europe, not necessarily come all the way to the United States. But the White House says it is important for us to make the peace offer in solidarity with the same offers being made by European allies. Not all of these refugees will be admitted to the United States this fiscal year or through specific refugee programs. They could also come with humanitarian parole, which does not come with a pathway to citizenship, and it also does not come with the visa programs. The administration and Congress have set the annual refugee cap for 2022 at 125,000 refugees, and as of the last official report, at the end of February, the U.S. has taken in about 6,500 refugees. We should get an official updated number on that by the end of this week. The White House says it is unnecessary to increase the refugee cap above 125,000. Third, the White House has prioritized certain refugees, those seeking settlement with family already in the U.S., women, children, members of the LGBTQ community, journalists, and the disabled. President Biden also talked about the release of $1 billion in humanitarian aid. The White House says it will use to work on the humanitarian response team working on the ground in Ukraine. It will provide medicine and personal hygiene products and food. Getting into rapid news, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell said he will not vote for confirmation of Supreme Court nominee Katanji Brown-Jackson. And Madeleine Albright, the first female Secretary of State, has passed away at 84 years old. Nick, what do you got for this Monday morning good news? All right, for the good news story today, we have a pretty interesting story, honestly. So, obviously, when someone suffers a stroke um they often have to go through rehab to try and get some of the uh, motion and use of their uh, affected limbs back but that can be obviously very expensive it can be very time consuming um, it can just be very difficult to get through so a university team 
in Missouri has actually come up with a game called Recovery Rapids that is meant to help these people actually go through rehab at home rather than having to actually go to a therapist's office. And with the, a lot of this is actually possible because of the increase in telehealth. Um, obviously, over the past couple of years, because of COVID-19, telehealth has become a very, very popular form of communication with doctors, therapists, and the like. And so it this game really takes advantage of that. So what these people will do, what um, people recovering from strokes will do, is they play this game and the game itself uh, has you in a kayak going down the river and it has you doing all kinds of motions, uh, rowing, um, picking up trash, hitting, I think one of them was hitting like spider webs and bats out of this, out of the air. So it makes you do all kinds of different motions, all kinds of different um, activities and at different challenge levels. And you'll communicate with a therapist once or twice a week to figure out what goals you want to um, achieve and what you're really looking to get to throughout that week. And it takes a lot less time for both the therapist and the patient. It acts as a great recovery tool. It's a lot less expensive. And it's also really good for the therapist as well because they can actually see more patients um, they can help more people at a time this way and honestly just a really cool tool to help with the recovery process it's really an excellent good news story is it's good all the way around it's saving people money physicians are able to help more people through the telehealth programs it's just an excellent good news story Nick. good job finding another great one you never disappoint honestly just I, I I just love finding these stories. That, that's all I can really say about this. The, these types of things always put a smile on my face. I hope they do for all of you as well. And yeah, I, I love this one. We will be back here Wednesday morning for an idiot in the news. But until then, make sure you follow us on BBP News' Twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news. So you are always in the know. But until Wednesday morning, have a great start to your week, everybody. Bye, guys.